Listen, I know I'm late. I know I'm late. I know I'm late. I've been trying to get some branding done for work and getting some stuff done and trying to get some stuff done for business. And listen, let me tell y'all something. Um, I know I'm running late. I know I'm, I don't know I'm, I'm running late with my podcast, but sit on back, baby. It's just it's just sit, sit on sit on back. It's gonna be all right. We gonna um we gonna we gonna get this podcast on 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 the go. But I've been listening to um uh, I don't know if you Granny Ray. Um, that's the uh, the the I want to say the 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 character's name on Instagram. I think. But it's Shay Ray or something like that. Some I don't I can't get the last name. But anyway, listen to her a lot. And it's it's a cute little thing. Remind me of an old lady. Remind me so much. I, I was telling my cousin. I said she remind me so much of you. Um, was have the high pitched voice and 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 the way that she words herself and and say certain things. It's like just remind me of my cousin. It's just so funny. It's so cute. But um um been really just engulfing myself in social media um and doing a lot of reels and i'm starting to get on my tiktok train but you know it is what it is i'm trying my best to try to get on my tiktok train but i don't think it's gonna work too well and besides i think tiktok is not becoming the fan favorite of this uh of a lot of politicians and um a lot of government heads here in the u.s i think a lot of people are starting to um dislike um tiktok for whatever reasons and i think they associate with um the people from over in uh china i guess um they um associated with them being able to access your privacy and getting information i said lord poor china can't get a break for nothing in the world but anyway um so i've been doing a lot of podcasting and not podcasting but a lot of reels and stuff on my um instagram and things of that nature and um I'm starting to do the little things on TikTok, but I really don't, I don't know. I can't really get the beet juice of TikTok. I guess because TikTok don't pay me no money to do nothing versus Instagram does. But, hey, come on in. Let's talk about it. Talk about some stuff. <laughs> we, I don't know what we're going to talk about that. The whole conversation, but we'll talk about some stuff. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Synergy, the place we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. Listen, so... Let me tell you guys about my journey of becoming a content creator on social media. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, we talk about content creators, people that post like little slogans. But I'm talking about a real content creator where you are actually doing videos and <laughs> doing videos to certain uh, just really vlogging all the time. And so I think it was called social cam, face cam, but I think it was called social cam and I would get on. You know, I would vlog my life, my little trips or whatever, and I would get on, what's up, social cam? And we'd, we'd just be live. And I have some of those iconic videos that are <laughs> on my YouTube channel, my older, on my um, first YouTube channel. And um, just how far social media is coming. I used to go live on Facebook for a while, but I had a huge following on Periscope. Oh, my God. I had a huge following on Periscope. And Periscope, not only Periscope, um, I didn't do... Um, some of the other apps they had, I, I couldn't really get into, um, some of the other apps. Now there's some iconic, um, content creators that have been out there for a very long time. And so it's been really interesting to really get to, um, get to kind of grow up with them and, and kind of, you know, gleam and, and read and, you know, see their stuff. And I can't remember the app that it was so popular that everybody used to be on. 
But um, I would be on all these different apps and just as a social media spearhead. But, however, things kind of changed. I kind of, you know, got busy with other stuff. And, and then, then Social Cam got canceled, which was a big bummer because I love Social Cam so much. And I don't know why they canceled it. I guess it was, wasn't getting enough reviews, wasn't getting enough content play. I don't know what it was. But anyway. So, anyway. Um, I ended up going to... I was on Facebook. And Facebook just wasn't a right fit for me. Um, it was drama. It was violence. It was derogatory. It was just... It was a whole lot of negativity and a whole lot of stuff that I really wasn't getting down with. I just couldn't vibe with and. And not only that, you had the church mixed with the ghetto and the foolishness in the hood. And then you had church public arguing all across social media strands. I was like, okay, you guys got to do better than this. I was like, you got to do better. This, this, this should not be going on. However, um, because I um, was on there, um, I just got tired of the drama. And then not only that, I ran into some foolishness in my own life. And I was like, you know, at this point in my life, I think I did a gun review. Because at that time I was doing a review and I did a gun review of my 380, I think, or one, oh, it was in my 380, my Glock, uh, my, not my 380, but my Sky CPX um, 9mm. And people was like, oh, this right here, I know you don't have a loaded gun. Or this, or this. I mean, they took it the wrong way. And it was like, oh, this is a big no-no. Everybody had something to say. You know, it was so judgmental. And people didn't even realize it was for educational purposes only. Like, I was teaching them how to break down the gun, clean the gun. And it was for educational purposes. But everybody was like, oh, you, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. I mean, they just was like, oh, this is a big no. It was like, no. I'm like, you know, y'all take stuff to the extreme. So what I did was I said, you know, in, in order to keep people out of my life, <laughs> so to speak, out of my business, is to keep, is to keep them far away from me. And so I vanished. All in the middle of no time, I went in and I deleted my whole Facebook page because at the point for me, I was like, yeah, this is this this is not working for me and it's not going to work for me um, when everybody has an opinion on what you're doing versus asking questions. And I hate that because a lot of times people are doing things and people just miscategorize what you're doing and just jump the gun and just say what they think it is and and be dead wrong. And you can never prove them that they're wrong because they're so set in stone that they're right. It's like you just wasting your time. And so honestly, I really believe that um, me leaving Facebook was for the best. I scrubbed myself of Facebook. Not only did I delete it myself off of Facebook, I think I archived my page and my administrators were the only ones and, and assistants and only access my my. Um, my old page and stuff like that and old messages and not only that <laughs> the page is so scrubbed and so so i i'm so locked out of it i can't access it however um i went on instagram and i was just slightly using instagram then just was not really using it and so in the process of that i blocked everybody i literally blocked everybody i, I erased my whole life i kind of scrubbed myself and I vanished into, I vanished into cyberspace. And so people couldn't find me, they couldn't trace me. People didn't know how to locate me. Um, it was weird um, because I was starting over with a blank canvas, but in the midst of starting with a blank canvas, I reconnected with old friends um, that I had years ago before I moved from my hometown. And not only that, I developed a relationship with new friends. 
which was so amazing to build on new um, new relationships. And the people I was there to build relationships with are go. I mean, really go getters, people that are really get the job done. And so, really. It really made me feel good to be able to disconnect from some places and reconnect with some some places because um, and make new connections because you have to understand in in life. This is what I had to grapple in that. And that is life is about change and and uh, change can come in a number of ways. And I don't I don't look at every you know, I don't look at fallouts in relationship as a bad thing. I don't. I don't look at them as, oh, this is horrible. You guys' relationship fell apart. You know, this y'all had a big falling out. And I don't look at fallouts in relationships as a bad thing. I don't. Um, I think fallouts happen. I think misunderstandings happen. I think um, a lack of uh, mis- a lack of communication or poor relationship happens um, because it was already fractured, and because it was already fractured, it was beyond repair. And either there was betrayal somewhere on someone's side that was already going on and the betrayer found out that they were being betrayed by the person they were betraying. Um, they end up getting offended and jumping the gun and not really jumping the gun. They became vocal and they voiced their they voiced um, the betrayal. Um, and so it made things easy for the person that already knew they were being betrayed by that person to just say, OK, whatever. Um, I was giving you grace, but you just gave me an opportunity to walk away. However, I do believe when things happen in relationships, they happen to for a reason. Um, sometimes we have to split off from people for a season. Sometimes we have to split off from people permanently. You know, life is about change and challenges. And, and I would, I'm grateful because I've grown in a lot of places and spaces. I've made deals and contracts with a lot of people, but the devil. Um, so I've, I've had an opportunity to do a lot of great things and um, connect with a lot of great people and be positive impact, positive and impactful. You know, I was able to focus on my schooling, business, all of that, um, and just fit where I was in ministry and just fit where I was at. I mean, it wasn't about me trying to be anything bigger and greater than anybody else. I wasn't in competition with nobody else. My daily competition was myself. So I vanished into the fine lines of Instagram with pictures and I blocked everybody, even down the churches, y'all. I blocked even the churches. And so on Instagram, I was on Instagram and I would post and do things. And they created something called Reels and I loved it. I was doing my Reels and posting my Reels. But before I get ahead of myself, I used to be a host on a platform called Bigo. We're not going to get into all about Bigo tonight, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit. But I was, on a, I was a host on a platform called Bigo. And I was on a host on that platform. And um, Bigo, by the way, was ratchet. <laughs> ratchet. Hood. Ghetto. I mean, at his best. Bigo was something else. And so, uh, um, uh, Bigo happened to be one of those apps. Just like, okay, listen, y'all get on here. And I was a paid host. I was a talent. I got paid for um, being on Bigo. Um, as a matter of fact, if I want to go back and start hosting again on Bigo, I can. I just have to re-audition. But, of course, I'm going to get it because I've hosted before. But um, it's so funny because being OBO is 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 so interesting because you you get a chance to enjoy um, the atmosphere of Bigo. But Bigo showed me who people were. You know, I'd already did start disconnecting and had disconnected from people, but 
I reconnected just to give people an opportunity to kind of mend their ways and, and do better. But of course, that doesn't always go whether some people just don't mend their ways and they, they always have negativity to say about a person behind their back and ill will to have about it. It's always something that is volatile and, and, and utterly disgusting. And so, um, Bigo, um, I, I did good on Bigo. And then my life got really busy and I can't, I couldn't keep up. But I made really good friends, um, really good connections. Um, just really, we really talked about doing big things on Bigo. I made so many good people, met so many good people on Bigo. It was very, very interesting um, of the past that crossed. However, now when I find myself on Instagram as a content creator, um, and it's so funny because I've been posting on Instagram on Reels and I was like seeing all of the people that did their shows. You know, I love watching Pat D. Lucky, um, Tim Bay. Listen, I love to see Bay Misha Scott um, in full, 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 full fledged, um, full fledged um, character. That is um, what I love to see. And uh, when I see. Um, when I see Baby Misha Scott um, in full character, I love it. Especially with Tim or Fifi. Um, just to name some. And then, you know, there was Supercent and there was Bricky for president. With Rufus and um, Ethel. Oh, my God. I miss their um I missed the character. And you know, it was so long. It was so long after that. And I still watch some of the episodes and go back and watch them. It was so long after that. And I, I really found out that um, that Raven was in there, which was the one that played Grandbaby, was actually Super Sin sister. I didn't know that until she was um, working for the Crayon Case. Listen, I was like, oh my God. But anyway, um, but all these people went on, and then she did Edge Patrol with Judy, Edge Police. I think it was Edge Patrol, Edge Parole, Patrol, uh, Edge Police or something with Judy, Big Woody Judy. When Big Woody Judy was doing her um, product line for Kaleidoscope, Miracle Drops. Listen, I've seen them start out as content creators and become millionaires and um <laughs> And I used to always say, oh, man, I got to have all these followers and I don't have the time to do all these followers. I don't have the energy to do all these followers. Life happens. And so a lot of that sets us off. So I started doing a series on Instagram. It was called Confessions. I think it's still up. And so I did a 20 something episode, 20, 25 episodes of Confessions um, on Instagram. And did I did Relax with VJ. I think I did Relax with VJ. Yes, I think I did Relax with VJ. Or I hadn't done a relax. I can't remember if I did or didn't. But anyway, um, I had an opportunity to do all of those series and all those episodes. I remember doing all of that stuff. And my car accident happened. And so the concussion hit. And so a lot of stuff that I was able to do without hindrance or without restriction, I started running into a whole lot of problems. I started having a whole lot of uh, brain fog. And so I would go live. And in the process of going live, I would get stuck. And then my words would start clinging and I would lose my train of thought. And um, I wasn't able to follow along with notes and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, my God, this is really horrible. So I had to take a break. 
had to take a mental break. So I just started doing what I normally do, make videos, like little clips and do this stuff. And, and um, when I had the little instantaneous motivations to share things, I would go on from my um, go and do reels. Well, even out of all that hard work, I was like, man, I want to be a creator on here. You know, I have experience as a content creator, but I want to be a creator here. And finally, 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 I get this message um, live on Instagram. I'm on I'm live on Instagram and I get this message and the message says um, you have been invited to to uh, it tells it talks about your and gives you your invitation to be able to be um, be a part of the content creator club or and be able to post reels. And so I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So it feels really good to actually be in a place where you can actually post content and um, you get paid for your content. And so it's not really, it's not really like it's um, something that you're doing every day for likes, but you technically are doing it for likes and views because it is your job. And so the, the um, side part about it is, is, hey, listen, create that content. And so um, being a content creator is stressful because sometimes you're going to run into people that's going to say stuff that they <laughs> that you do not like they're going to respond to your comments and your posts in ways that's going to rub you all kind of ways but you got to realize like listen ignore them don't pay them no mind um look at them like they're crazy but whatever you do do not lose your cool because the minute you lose your cool it's over from now you have lost control one of the things that I had to learn as a content creator is that self-control is going to be the way that you control the, the narrative of all things and all 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 of the um, all of the things that you post, I've been called a racist. I've been called <laughs> I've been called ignorant. I've been called stupid. I've been called so many crazy names, and I was like, uh, yeah. But it's it's it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. If you're not ready for the heat, um, stay out of the kitchen. Stay out of the kitchen. You don't think you're gonna get paid to do a job and it's going to always be easy because that's not how that works. You're not going to get paid to do a job and it's always easy. You're going to get paid to do a job and that job is going to have challenges just like any other job. Clocking in and out, that's the easy part. But being able to be on the clock and deal with the pressure of being functional in your role. I don't care if it's custom service. I don't care if it's legal services. I don't care if it's a nurse, a paramedic, or whatever the case may be. Being functional in your role is is another battle and so um content creators have it hard because sometimes you lay down and you don't have anything to say you don't have anything that you 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 want to to talk about or nothing comes to you but like for me for example i've been needing to work on the intro for my for my um for my um my page for so long for my reels really but i have not even worked on the intro at all yet i have not even got a chance to grab my ipad and work on the intro and get it done because it just seems like okay this is a whole lot of work and do i have time to sit here and do it it's easy because it's the ipad but the work the hours that they put in and then dealing with a traumatic brain injury having to remember how to do everything step by step over and over again repeating and rewinding and that could take hours and so it kind of plays down and plays out, but anyway. So yeah, well guys, 
that is my story of how I became a content creator on Instagram and on social media. And so one day I'll tell y'all about how I was a host on Bego. <laughs> That's going to be interesting to tell you guys. Because I was a host on Bego for a whole year. Um, yeah. I think it was almost a year. But anyway, um, I hope you guys having a wonderful, wonderful holiday season. Um, thanks for listening to this, this episode of Synergy, the place where we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. I want you guys to be safe. Love somebody. Don't forget to check on your loved ones because there are people that have lost people. Like my mom, her first her anniversary without her husband is tomorrow. And it's going to be rough, but we pray it's not rough. And then at Christmas, you know, I thought about this the other day, and I'm going to go in a minute. My stepfather died at the beginning of the year, February 27th. He died on that day. Um, that's literally, he would be literally gone. It'd be a whole year. In, what, two months? Yeah, less than two months. Yeah, no, 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 it'd be two months. I think it's two or three months. Don't get me wrong, I'm sleeping. But yeah, so it's it's a bittersweet type of situation um he's missed he's missed every day i i, I always talk about the, the stages of grief you guys went with me and i still have those those moments of grief um but he's greatly missed and um sometimes you just sit and say you know he was just not supposed to die yet it's one of those people you just didn't want to die yet but that you don't want to be selfish it's so weird because um I actually had a dream that in the dream I had went to um, a funeral. Um, It was a big funeral, and it was for somebody that I knew. And um, when we got home, when I got home from the funeral, he was here waiting. He had on a white shirt and I think some black pants. And um, he handed an envelope to me and an envelope to my mom, and he just kind of sat in front of us. And in the dream, I knew he was deceased. Um, it wasn't like I knew he was alive, but he was deceased in the dream. And in the dream, he handed the envelope and um, he said, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And um, I never got a chance to read the letter that he put in there, but um, in the dream, he said he was sorry. Uh, he really apologized. And so um, I'd say that... Um, you may not get the answers that you want. But I definitely believe that um, his spirit is definitely talking and visiting um, in ways, more ways than one. Just to kind of let you know, hey, I'm here. But that body had to be put to rest because it was tired. And so I understand that. So but I think we'll talk about that next week. Um the process of uh, separation or elimination, I guess. How one perceives the other of the other. Anyway. All right, guys. I'm going to let you guys go. Thanks for listening to this episode of Synergy, the place we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. Hope you guys are having a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Love you guys. Good night.